Yesterday was National Pretzel Day. Today is National Prime Rib Day. And tomorrow is National Superhero Day. If you're working your way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'd like to know where you are. Today, by the way, is Monday, April 27th, and this is our last episode in April. The next time we talk, it'll be May, and 25% of the year 2020 will be behind us. And I'm feeling pretty super about that. Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. Edit! Or maybe this is the podcast for moms who have nothing but time. (laughs) You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Momlog, day 43 of the social distancing protocol. I desperately need to go to the salon. I have not yet cut my hair, but I keep bookmarking bangs on Instagram, but I have not done it myself yet. Whenever I get the urge, I pull up a picture of Juno and Lily, my hairdresser and his assistant. I haven't been to the salon since January. If I had to estimate, I would say that I'm... 30% gray, maybe more? I found my first gray hair in high school, and I have been coloring my hair regularly since college. For years, I did it myself, but when I moved here, I finally found Juno, the owner of a Korean salon that really knows and understands dark, dark hair and how to get it healthy and how to get it lighter without it going brassy. And as tempting as it would be to just get a box of dye from Target Pickup, I know that no one outside my family is actually going to see me or these roots, and I know that I would rather take my untouched hair to Juno and Lily instead of hair that I have messed up and tried to do myself. Juno's salon is open, though. As of this weekend, Georgia has loosened a lot of its stay orders, and we've been the subject of much scrutiny in the media because of that. And for good reason. Over the weekend, salons and nail salons and bowling alleys and tattoo shops were permitted to open. The salon, I can kind of understand, but I'm being relatively cautious. I can wait. But I need to know who had to go bowling this weekend or who needed a tattoo. Who could not wait on those things? Jeff Lebowski? For now, for now, I'm playing it safe. After all, I am the dark-complected woman with an aversion to the sun and a vitamin D deficiency who got stage 2 melanoma. I am a woman who gets food poisoning annually. I just feel like medical anomalies happen to me more frequently than they do others, so I am being overly cautious. I will get to the salon eventually. Maybe one day I'll even go bowling. But I think it would take something extraordinary to get me into a tattoo parlor. Did you hear? This Thursday, Parks and Rec is back for a one-time only 30-minute scripted special. Hi, it's Amy Poehler inviting you to a very special Parks and Rec, all shot from our homes. We, along with our neighbors at State Farm, are coming together to raise money for Feeding America. And we hope you'll join us. A new Parks and Rec story, Thursday, April 30th on NBC. 
The original core cast has committed. So Amy Poehler, Rashida Jones, Nick Offerman, Chris Pratt, Aubrey Plaza, Rob Lowe, Adam Scott, Retta, and Jim O'Hare, as well as some surprise cameos, they say. The episode is going to be coronavirus-centric. The plot has something to do with Leslie trying to keep in touch with her friends and colleagues during the pandemic, and somehow, somehow I guess this show is also a fundraiser for Feeding America. And honestly, the only thing that would make this better is if we were not in isolation. This would be the perfect gathering, the perfect watch party. Can you imagine a watch party that could feature waffles and calzones and Ron Swanson portions of bacon? In any regard, I am so stinking excited about this. I know it's been five years since Park and Rec last aired, but it remains one of my favorite comedies ever. It was set in Indiana, in the fictional town of Pawnee, which the Wikipedia page says is a mid-sized town in central Indiana, about 90 minutes from Indianapolis. I grew up in Seymour, Indiana, a mid-sized town in southern Indiana, about 60 miles from Indianapolis. So I was a big fan of this show and its Bobby Knight references from day one. The way that Pawnee is portrayed feels a lot like my little hometown of Seymour, and Eagleton, Pawnee's very rich rivalry, felt a lot like Columbus, Indiana, a town about 30 miles north of Seymour. If you are looking for a comedy to binge, even if you aren't a Hoosier, this is at the very top of my list for you. I was chatting on the phone, like an actual phone call, what has quarantine done to us all, but I was chatting on the phone with my friend Lindsay last night about which TV characters people think they are versus what they actually are. For instance, I know someone who insisted he was very much like Jim from The Office, but between us, he was 100% Dwight. And in the same vein, I feel like I know a lot of men who fancy themselves a little bit of a Ron Swanson. Listen, just because you like bacon and you're grumpy does not make you a Ron Swanson. Do riddles make you giddy? Are you a master woodworker? Like, I mean, could you build a chair from scratch? And can you even play the saxophone? I'll admit, when I first watched the show, I thought that I was somewhat like Ann Perkins, a caretaker who is a little bit unsure about things. But the truth is, I am actually a female Tom Haverford. We are both always scheming up ridiculous business ideas, and we both harbor an unironic and ardent love for Flowrida. This all begs the question, who do you fancy yourself, and does that line up with what you are actually? Example, do you, like me, swear that you are Slytherin, but every time you take a quiz, you keep getting sorted into Hufflepuff? Do you think that you are a Rachel, but you're actually a Ross? Would you call yourself a Marianne from the Babysitter's Club, but come on, your family knows that you are actually a Mallory. This will be our community question of the week, so be sure to weigh in later on our Instagram at Today by the Way or in our Facebook community, My Internet Besties. Write down which fictional characters you think that you are most like, and then, if you dare, ask your partner or your friends who they think you are. Let me know which of their answers have offended you the most. I'll ask Chris and then I'll get back to you. And now a quick break to spotlight the two sponsors who made today's episode possible. 
I know that finding the perfect present for moms or mother-in-laws can be tough, especially now when a lot of us don't have the ability to celebrate Mother's Day together in person. You know that I am all about thoughtful gifts, and one of the best gifts we've ever given Chris's parents has been the chance to connect with us and our children through StoryWorth, which you may remember me mentioning in a gift ideas episode last December. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions and their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. Every week, StoryWorth emails your family members different story prompts, questions you may have never thought to ask, like, what were your grandparents like? Or tell me about your first big trip. Reading the answers from Chris's parents has been so sweet. We've been able to learn more about Chris's mom's childhood in Louisiana, including the fact that her grandmother may have been the one who inspired her own love of beautiful jewelry and home furnishings. Here's what I love most about StoryWorth. After one year, StoryWorth will compile every answered question and photo we choose to include into a lovely keepsake book that's shipped for free. And you can pay for extra copies of the book. My family will treasure these books forever, and I can have copies made for Chris's siblings this Christmas. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash today, by the way. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash today, by the way, for $10 off. A few of you have reached out to tell me thank you for recommending Skylight as a gift for your mom or mother-in-law. Don't forget that Mother's Day is coming up, and if you are still looking for the perfect gift, may I also recommend Skylight? Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that would make the perfect Mother's Day gift for you or someone you love, especially now. We got Chris's mom a Skylight frame for Christmas, and now I have one for myself. You can email photos right to the frame, and they appear in seconds. I uploaded photos going back to when I was pregnant with Jude, photos that previously only lived on my phone or my computer's backup. So now we all get to enjoy them all the time, and my kids get to see photos they've never seen before. The frame is so easy to set up. You just plug it in, connect it to your Wi-Fi, and there you go. You can share the frame's email address with others so the frame can get populated with surprise photos of your loved ones from all over. If you're giving this gift for Mother's Day, you can even preload it with photos and then FaceTime her as you send more photos to the frame. With all that's going on in the world, this is a gift that can truly help you feel more connected. Right now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com btw and enter code btw. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com btw and enter code btw. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash btw. Today's Good Time, Good Deal segment is kind of a general one. As shopping has dramatically declined for retailers, but the next quarter's inventory has already been ordered, a lot of stores are marking a lot of things way down in hopes of clearing out some of their current items. Best Buy has marked down 80,000 items. Luxury retailers like Saks and Neiman Marcus have marked down 30,000 items. Nordstrom and Nordstrom Rack have 36,000 markdowns, and places like Anthropology and J. Crew have thousands in their sales section. Listen, 
one-fifth of Americans report that their hours have been cut or they've been laid off. So please don't hear me say that now is the time to shop. However, if you are a family who finds that they have a little more in the budget due to eating out less or driving less, and you're still gainfully employed, now may be the time to think ahead about anniversaries and birthdays and the holidays because there are a lot of sales going on. If there are things that you've been meaning to buy anyway, it may be worth checking sites like Deal News or Clark.com or the Crazy Coupon Lady. You may even want to sign up to get emails from those companies and from your favorite retailers just so you can stay informed about sales. There's a lot of them going on right now, but if you have to shop, shop thoughtfully. I keep putting things in my Madewell cart and then abandoning my cart because I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So do I really need another pair of jeans right now? No, probably not. But I do plan to peruse the internet for sales for Mother's Day and my upcoming anniversary and Father's Day in June. But I think these sales are going to spoil me. It is hard for me to say yes unless I get 30% off and free shipping. (laughs) That gets me every time. I will have a cart full of stuff and go to checkout, and then I won't have a code for free shipping, so I'll just abandon the whole thing. Is there anyone else guilty of that? This week's Today By The Way challenge is a doozy, and it's to let your child, if they're old enough, plan a meal for your whole family. It can be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but they get to plan what it is within reason, of course. You can put whatever parameters you want on it. You can say that it has to be using the groceries you already have or that it has to be out of a certain recipe book or that it has to have a meat, a starch, and a vegetable or whatever. The goal is to let them have a little say in something that they don't usually have a say in and to just be okay with whatever they choose. You don't have to instruct them on anything like, well, maybe mashed potatoes don't really go with pizza. Instead, you can just... Practice laughing and saying, okay. If your child isn't old enough to do this challenge, enjoy. Do this for yourself. Make whatever meal for yourself one night. Steak and shrimp and a burger? Okay. Charcuterie and potato chips? Let's do it. Ice cream as a meal? I'm not going to say no to that. I want to see menus and snapshots and videos of this adventure. Odd combinations or breakfast pasta or Pop-Tarts at dinner? Tag the zaniness with TBTW Challenge and have fun. Okay, friend, that's it for today. Before you go, I want to personally invite you to this Thursday's Zoom call at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The join link is tbtw.in slash TEA. My friend Lindsay, you know, the one who I was talking to on the phone, she taught me how to play some really cool Zoom games. So if you were able to use Zoom on a computer and have your phone handy to use as a controller, we're going to meet for a game of drawful. Mark your calendars and join us for that. Our show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. But just so you know, I am in the middle of building out a whole new website for our community at myinternetbesties.com. That's where we can start doing things like watch club and book club and gift exchanges and hopefully maybe even a shop one day. I think you get what we're doing here. This is meant to be a podcast that draws you into community instead of making you feel isolated. We are going to level up this friendship. So if there's something you'd like to contribute to our new website, please let me know. 
My girl Hannah has offered to meal plan for us. So if there's something that you've always wanted to do online but didn't think you had the bandwidth to do alone, consider heading that up on our new community site. I hope to roll that out by June 1st, just in time for summer. In the meantime, let me know how you'd like to be involved. I don't want this to be a podcast with a community. One day, I want this to be a community that happens to have a podcast, or maybe two or three among a bevy of other creative endeavors that we're producing together. See, <laughs> tell me this isn't Tom Haverford's Entertainment 720, which which he pitched as a, quote, premier high-end all-media entertainment conglomerate. <laughs> it's Monday. I'm, I'm feeling ambitious, but I'm also feeling very grateful. Grateful for you. Look at you. You got out of bed, and you were taking on this week head-on. I'm proud of you. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.